Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Shelly. And this is Chuck <laughs> <laughs> It's a small, small little yappy piece of shit dog. (laughs) And I saw it before it bit me. It was going after some other tiny little dog that it saw. And it started yapping and barking at it. And its owner was trying to calm it down. And then a few minutes later, I felt this sharp pain around my ankle. And I looked down and it's this fucking dog. What did the owner do? She again. She just sort of like she pulled it back and tried to calm it down. I yelled at her like, "Get your shit together, lady!" or something awful like that, and kept going. Like it didn't break through the skin or anything like that. Yeah, but still, it had, like, like jeans. You, you can have your dog euthanized tops. for that shit. Like, yeah, on, like she's lucky that I was in a rush and didn't have and not ang- like and not. I mean, I, mean, I was real. I would was you? Angry. Would you actually put a dog to sleep for that? Well, I think it would depend on the severity of the attack. I yeah. mean, this is some crappy little yappy I know, dog. true enough, but it's, it, I don't know, like, just because the dog is big and, like, skinny. No, like, I think if the dog had, in fact, broken skin yeah. and I was bleeding and Maybe. had been, in fact, like, seriously injured by the dog. I just think it, like, it comes down to the owner being a shithead owner. Yeah. Because, like, when my, my dog's name is Lando, because I'm a geek, <laughs> when Lando was small, like, and you know that I was he training. He still tries to bite me. <laughs> he, but he's, you're he's not around. But he's mouthy, but he doesn't bite. He, I took him for a walk and he jumped up and bit my arm. Did he really? Yes. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> so we'll have to, we'll have to train the shit out of him. Well, because like literally, I don't know why you didn't tell me that earlier. I did. When? I think you just forgot. Maybe. But anyway, so when we go out for a walk with him, entice him the same way and I will, okay. I will totally I wasn't enticing him. him. I was wearing mitts. Because, oh, that's and he why. Chomped up, but he chomped on my arm. Oh, oh. Incoming call. Pizza. Yay. Oh, hey, we got interrupted by pizza, so we, we have did. no idea where we were on this one. <laughs> um, okay, so the book this week was... My pick. Journey. It was your pick. Why don't you tell us about it? Tell us about the book. Well, I'll tell you about where I got this book, first of all. Do. So I got this book at the Metro, which is a grocery store <laughs> in my hometown of Collingwood. <laughs> now, my hometown of Collingwood is... it. It's a pretty touristy town. It is. It yeah. is. It, also, a, quite a big retirement community these days. Yeah, it's become a large bedroom um, Bedroom and a lot of weekend warriors. People yeah. have yeah. Uh, second uh, homes up there. Yeah, from the time that I first started having, I would say having an address there. Because <laughs> I lived there for a time, but then I was in Europe for a long time. That's and true, then I came yeah. Back. So, yeah. like, I've been in and out of Collingwood for 15 years, but mostly there for Has a bit. Has it been 15 years? Yeah, I, I got When did you get the, the place on Cameron? 2002. I've been living there since 2000. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So 2002, I moved there. I bought the Cameron house in 2005. But yeah. But I had been there with with an address prior to that. Yeah. Right. So because I was engaged at the time. Yeah. And I was engaged from 2002 to 2005. So between okay. 2002 and 2005, I bought the house. And it was my last year, um, 2004, yeah. Was when I broke up with my fiance. Right. So I had, and I had that house for a year. So yeah, yeah. 2000, okay. 2002 would have been the year that I moved up there. And then we just bought a house or bought a, we just shared, we rented a room at first. 
just to see okay. if we wanted to be there. And I don't I, remember that because yeah. I remember your place in the city. Yeah, and then I and then I, I rented a, a room in the there. winter, and then I, we decided to move okay. Up there, yeah. And because you and I, we rented a place. We rented a room one winter. Yeah. And your fiance was there. Mm-hmm. But that was a place that you and I are paying for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't pay for anything. No. Which is probably he did why not. he's an ex. <laughs> he's an ex fiance. <laughs> That's one of those reasons. Anyway, so the place that I live anyway, so the needless to say, the community that I lived in has changed a ton. It has. A yes. ton. So it has become very touristy. Uh, a lot of Americans coming yeah, up. Um, I that's, noticed the license plates on the highway. Yeah, tons, tons of Americans. And then, uh, so anyway, but there is also a Mennonite community up there, which yeah. for um, Mennonites are kind of like the Amish in the sense that they forego certain technologies or they, they prefer a simplistic, very uh, church-going way of life. Yes. I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot about either Amish or Mennonite. I don't know either, but I know that the Mennonites, when I bought maple syrup from them, because they, they have someone drive them into town because they're not supposed to drive and have yes. cars. Yeah. So okay. they have someone drive them into town and they sell maple syrup in some of the particular corners which are popular with tourists at certain times of the year. Sure. Yeah. And the women always have a very particular accent. Okay. Have you ever heard a Mennonite speak? No. Okay. So it, it's... It's like speaking to someone who's Dutch or German because that's where they, they have the accent. Okay. That's where yeah, they yeah. originally come okay. from. And their communities are so small that right. they have kept that accent. Okay. And it's like a really bizarre way of speaking. Like they're very proper and they're very nice women. And like you see them in Walmart sometimes, like wandering around in their clothes. And you can't help but like take a glance and you're like, I'm sure. And trying to be polite and look seen away. I'm around, of course. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so that's, that's why in the Metro, all of the romance novels were <laughs> Amish oriented. <laughs> and so I didn't know this was a thing because I thought it would be fun to do a supermarket book club and the <laughs> <laughs> romance book club, should I say. And so I picked this book and like I was looking through the mall and I was like, why are these all fucking Amish? So, right. so well, I guess they're servicing the Mennonite community. Yeah, it's, I, I had no idea this was even, a, I, I, again, I know nothing about these people, so right. I didn't know it was allowed, but apparently maybe this is a thing. So anyway, so I picked out of all four of them, uh, <laughs> The Journey. It's by the the Kentucky, it's Kentucky a Kentucky Brothers, Brothers novel, yeah. and it's Wanda and Brunstetter. One E, that's a letter E. Oh, Wanda is it? Wanda E. Brunstetter. Oh, it looks like an and. I know, oh, wait, right? Oh, the other way. <laughs> Wanda E. Brunstetter. Brunstetter, I guess we should say. I don't know. Either way. Whatever. Um, and it is an Amish-based romance novel. Sure. Um, do you want to read the back there? Okay. I've spoken enough. Thank All you. right. I'll read the back. Can a heart once torn by love's rejection find a new beginning? Yes, you can. <laughs> All right, then. We're done. <laughs> done. See you Podcast next time. over. <laughs> <laughs> Titus Fisher has often made poor choices. When he lived in Pennsylvania, he chose the wrong girl who broke his heart. When he moved to Kentucky, he finally discovers that he possesses woodworking skills. Will he stick with it or return to old comforts and love from his life in Lancaster? Suzanne Yoder's talents don't lie in the traditional Amish kitchen, but she suppresses artistic skills that are frowned on by those in her community who believe a woman's place is in the home. Will she find an ally in the broody newcomer? Will each of their journeys of self-worth end with romance in Christian County, Kentucky? 
Yes. 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 <laughs> the, the answer, answer is, is yes. yes. But also her artistic skills are in woodworking. It's not really, I wouldn't consider it like artistic artistic. Yeah. She's right? more like carpentry skills. Carpentry skills. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> you, I had to buy this book and I gave it over to you. So you're, it's fresher in your brain than it is in yeah. mine. So okay. So you, you should go through the, the actual chronological. Chronological. Okay. So this, okay. So this dude, Titus, is hanging out at home in uh, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Yeah. He's cooling his heels in Pennsylvania. And he really, he lives in the shadow of his brother. He has a twin brother named Timothy. And Titus believes that he doesn't measure up to Timothy. And you, you're not sure if this is just Titus's issue or if he's made to feel that way by his family. And I get the sense that this is just, this is a Titus problem. I get that feeling as well, yes. That's just him just being like, Timothy's all put together. He has a wife. He has a kid. And in this community, like, yeah, and that's he's the successful and, and all this stuff. And Titus is still living at home. And he, he had his heart broken. So Titus had this girlfriend no, no, no. named Phoebe. He didn't have his heart broken. He had it smashed and like smashed handed to him <laughs> and a fucking platter. Yeah. Okay. So Titus, ever since he was, <laughs> this is a little gross. He was 17. She was 13. Yeah. He fell in love with this girl, Phoebe. That's normal there. I don't, I don't know anything that's there, wrong. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I would just like the difference between a 17 year old and a 13 year old. I would just like to say in this podcast in particular, given that I know nothing about the Amish community, there's going to be a lot of stereotypes that I'm going to be playing. Sure. On. And right. you know, and I'll, I'll say I, what I don't know anything about the Amish. Yeah. Everything I do know is gleaned from TV and movies, which is and probably book. all wrong. And, this book. and now this book, which yeah. I feel is probably and closer should we, to the Should truth. we say that one of those TV shows is Amish hauntings? <laughs> that is a great show it was a great show <laughs> so anyway i still think regardless of the environment in which you grow up there is a big difference between a 17 year old and a 13 year old yes absolutely and anyway okay so i'm not gonna go into that titus likes phoebe she's much too young uh, and their parents disapprove. He doesn't just like her. He pines after her. And he kind of like, does. He oh, has my God. Huge... And he's like, I will wait for you until you're old enough to join the church. And I will my love wife. you for the rest of my like, life. Holy like, he is, shit, dude. He is all over this chick. Yeah. Like, and she's like. Oh. Not in a handsy way, but just mentally. Just he's mentally, just like, yeah, And he lets like, her know. And she's just like, oh, okay. That's nice. And Phoebe. So Phoebe. Is a fucking tease. She's a huge cock tease. She's just like, I don't know if I want this. I want this. I don't know if I want this. I'll see you later. You'll wait for me. That's wonderful. And And when I'm of age, I will join the church and we'll get married. And then she fucks off to California. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Titus's parents have always known that Phoebe's been trouble. Yes, but he doesn't want to hear it. And everybody. And and we've all been there where our friends and our family are like, don't do this. This guy is trouble. And you're like, but, um, but, but. but Oh, wait, we what started this off with Peter, right? So my ex-fiance. So this is totally a great, that was a great introduction. And we didn't even know it. Oh, my God. Yeah, everyone was like, oh, yeah, no, this guy's totally wrong. And I was like, no, 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 you <laughs> no, have no idea. Yeah, you totally, don't know what he's like. Totally right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, enough about me. Go on about the book. Yeah, so Phoebe fucks off to California. Um, and Titus feels like he just had his heart ripped out of his chest and shown to him. So then this dude, Alan, shows up. And Alan is a friend of Titus's half brother. Let's not get into the family tree. Yeah, there's a I, we have a feeling there's like, like this, ten other books. There's like, yeah, yet. there's a lot going on here. But Alan has this proposition. Uh, he lives in Kentucky now. He used to live in Washington State. 
and he wants to invite... But he's in English. He's English. He's not Amish. He's English. So let's just clarify. So in the Amish community, there's English people, which is like Rachel and I, like the people who use technology outsiders. And then there's the Amish community, which is the kind of people... They call it the plain life. Yeah. So So they live a very um, basic lifestyle. They do have plumbing, but uh, no... And some technology. Some technology. Depending on where you live, you you might be allowed to have a cell phone. And if you're allowed to have a cell phone, it's usually because you're a leader in your community or there's a business thing. So it's for emergencies only. But a lot of families in the book have a phone, but it's off site it's not at the it's house a, it's, it's in a shanty it's or in a, a shanty sort of down the road a little ways and the one thing i think we have to clarify on this one is that each community has different rules different rules about the cell phone about technology in general like mostly about cell phones and in this book it's just about cell phones yeah but i get the feeling that's about technologies in general yeah maybe so and this is something we're unsure of so just so you know this is kind of where it lies yeah. in the book. Okay. Because there are differences and it comes right. up in the book. Yeah. Um, but I I wouldn't say that they're not um aware of the world in which they live. Right. So under the and romance. Our, okay, so anyway. So this guy Alan shows Let's up. Not bore and our he's, like, fucking death anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I have I, you know, I I live in Kentucky now. Zach, my former friend, when I lived in Washington State, I'd like for you to move to Kentucky with me. And Zach's like, I can't do that. I have a family here in Kentucky. And Titus is like, I'll go. <laughs> well, no, okay. So wait, wait. To be fair, Titus would have stayed in his community, but there now was that... an opportunity to move to Kentucky wait, wait, and wait. get a job. It was... And the thing that made him want to take this job was Phoebe had approached him and said, I'm going to California. You should come with me or and not. And he said no. And he said, no, I'm a part of the church. I'm going to stay here. I'll wait for you. And then she... and. And then he said, if you're going to go to the California, though, I won't wait for you. It's a little calm. It's he doesn't little, really know his No, he doesn't really. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't point. say he won't wait for her. But basically he says, he kind of internally <laughs> says, if she goes to California, that means then that it's she, over. That it's us. over because she's always been but known as a wild heart. he's for her. Yeah. So essentially she says, fuck you. I'm going to California. Fuck everybody. I don't like this Amish way of life. I'm going to become English. And goes with her friend. Her friend, yeah. And... They go to California, and so um, Titus is Titus. Alone. Titus feels so frustrated, and he doesn't want to be reminded of her every day. Yeah, that he decides because he doesn't want the reminders, and that that's the primary reason he doesn't want to be reminded of her. Right. So he, so takes he this fucks opportunity off to go to Kentucky to go to Kentucky yeah. and to work in this Amish man's. Woodshop. Yeah. And his mother, by the way, Titus's mother, is totally unhappy about <sighs> oh this. My God. She hates Phoebe A. But yeah. also B, she's like Titus, she's like total like She she smothers him. Yeah, she smothers him. He's in he like and he doesn't want to be. There was such boy. a thing as a helicopter parent in the Amish like, community. <laughs> she is it. That's exactly. That's the guy that's the most ironic. The uh, the helicopter, helicopter Amish parent. Amish helicopter parent. Amish parent. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's very ironic. That's great. So Titus moves to Kentucky, starts working uh, in this guy Isaac's wood shop. Um, Isaac is an elderly man. His son now kind of does most of the work. Uh, What's his son's name? I'm gonna call him Nelson. It starts with an N. We're going. I don't. With Nelson. I don't remember. Um. But wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> so Titus starts working in the wood shop, and wouldn't you know it, Isaac has a grand. Sorry, it's Isaac's grandson, not his son. His grandson. Isaac also has a granddaughter. Her name is Suzanne, and wouldn't you know it, 
she looks just like Phoebe. She and and it's <laughs> to kinda, the point where it like bothers Titus and he acts like an asshole around her. He's totally an asshole. He is here. such a dick to her. So I mean, I understand. Prejudice. I, I understand prejudice. I, I totally it. get it. Yeah. The problem is that he's a very bad actor, so he can't just hide his feelings. Like he's just like no, he's, he like won't even he's fucking in, look he's at incredibly her. uncomfortable. He in her. won't and, talk. To and her. she picks up on this immediately. So yeah. And I and no one. But the odd thing is, is no one else really does until she brings it up. That's true. Nobody <laughs> notices that he like. No one notices that he, he won't is, make eye yeah. contact. He won't do anything. He won't talk yeah. to her. It's just be like there'll be three people in a room, and he'll be like, uh, and like look away. Uh, yeah, he'll look talk away. to everybody else, but he won't fucking talk to her. No, he's. And I yeah. find it odd that in this. But writing, you know what? Good for her. She calls him out on it. Yeah, she does. And I. So, I mean, also. A precursor to this is that Suzanne beforehand, we all, you kind of get introduced to each character before they meet each other. Yes. So Suzanne's character, she's strong-willed. She loves working in carpentry, but she's not allowed in the woodshop because it's not where a woman should be. And then, well, well she's she's allowed in, but she's only allowed to like deliver meals. She's not really allowed to like make stuff. So she's yeah. she's taken to going there at nights or when no one's around and making stuff on her own. And she learns stuff by watching her family, the men in the family, work, work. on these projects. Yes. So we know that Suzanne is very strong-willed, not exactly conventional. She's very smart, and she can't cook, and she can't cook for shit. Apparently. <laughs> You have to be a cook in order to marry well, a man. It and just it comes up again and again in this book. Can I just You're say never gonna find wait, 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 wait. because you have no domestic skills. I would like to clarify <clears throat> that it comes up again, 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 again. And one more time. Again, again. <laughs> do you see do you do you hear how monotonous this gets? Again, again, again. Again. And again. And again. And again. And again. And as monotonous as that sound yeah. is is as monotonous as it is in the book. Yes. <laughs> so yes. it's just like if you think that's yeah. annoying for you as a listener to oh hear again God. and again imagine and again, reading it. fucking imagine reading it. Yeah, oh, exactly. Christ. You get but so annoyed. It, like the part of it is her and her self doubt, and she's never she's an and old maid at twenty two, and wait, she's wait. never gonna find a. Can husband. I also clarify? Most of it is her mother who doesn't no. have the patience to her, fucking teach her. Her properly. mother won't teach her properly, but also her fucking brother. Oh, is an asshole. Is such an asshole, and he's like, "How dare you come into my wood shop?" How dare you presume to be a carpenter? Yeah. Oh, are a these? Oh, wait. Are these sandwiches the ones that you made? Because otherwise, I know. Ugh, I'm not they have that too shit. much vinegar in them. Oh. And it's like a, a woman has to. A woman's place is in the home. A woman's place is in the kitchen. You're gonna die old and alone. You can't find a man because you don't know how he's, to cook. He's genuinely and terrible. It's just like over and over. That's all that ever comes out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. I had, an over, an I, had, I had an overbearing brother. It, it traumatized yeah. me. I, I related <laughs> to Suzanne in this dick. book. Like, so, but here's my thing is, so Titus comes along and he doesn't have these preconceived notions the way that anyone else in the com- community Not does. Not really. He's about, a bit more progressive. Yeah. And I mean, as much as he, and I mean, I liked the writing in this book about how he changed his mind, his progression. Like, I actually mm-hmm. liked the way his character changed towards Suzanne. Well, this, it's called The Journey, and I feel it's really more his journey than hers. Oh, yeah. She doesn't really... She doesn't really go on a journey. She, like, works up the courage she to finally state her intentions to she, spend more time in the wood shop. Her journey but is... That's a, a bit, and she learns how to cook. Yeah, and that's her her like her <laughs> journey is more about trying to soften her character to be less... Um, but, doubt, like, but doubtful about herself because she's been told this whole time that yeah. she 
can't be married. And that's that's not her problem. Because she that's can't That's all cook. external. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. people in her community but telling she's in, her that she's, she's a, not she's good internalized it. And she internalizes it, certainly. But the it's initially it comes from outside. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So... Anyway, so Titus comes in this community. He's got his own horse, and then he gets put into the shittiest, this, uh, <laughs> awful trailer, awful trailer that is falling apart. So he has this aversion to cats, and, and she shows up and, with the cat. And it really is one of those things where, like, it's from a childhood thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's also kind of cute because each person keeps on doing. They're, they're like, okay, he can't be that bad. Oh, she can't be that bad. And it's kind of cutely written in the sense that, like, they keep on doing the other thing that the other person <laughs> finds the most annoying. So he, she doesn't know that he hates cats, and because she knows that he has mice, she brings him a cat. Yeah, and he's like, oh well, fuck this cat, and. <laughs> She's just like, and the cat just hops out of her arms and becomes a big problem for him. Yeah, like, unknowingly, like an actually solution in the end, but like becomes yes. a big problem, and so he hates it, and so he's like, oh, this woman just shows up and does all the shit, and like is a pain in the ass. But to his credit, he always understands later on that he might have not, and he might have been short with her, but he apologizes. He yes, it takes him all to get there, but he does apologize. But there are times when the two of them meet outside of i guess the domestic sphere and they get along really like he goes fishing one day and he finds her at the fishing yes, pole yeah and they have a nice time hanging out and fishing and she ends up catching a bigger fish than he caught and he's like that's a great fish and she's like wow he's not he's not belittling he's not me. jealous yeah or he doesn't feel like like her brother would yeah is <laughs> what he like he's genuine he just seems genuinely happy and excited that I caught a really big fish today. I kind of liked, I liked his character. And I thought that was cute. I can't, I, I don't know, I kind of came and go because sometimes he just, I guess he kind of takes too long to come around or he's still, because he's still I don't, carrying a torch for Phoebe. Okay, so it his, totally yeah, gets in the no, way no, his, his torture. Okay, well, so let's talk about his torture for Phoebe. Okay. Because, okay, so. Because it burns bright. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the tension in this book comes from the fact that Titus is never really over uh, he's, he's never over he's never over his ex or if she ever was an ex and then also he also has his uh conflict between his family his religion his ex the new community he's in and suzanne there's a lot going on with this guy yeah it's all it is a lot but at the right. same time like he moved to this n- new community to get over the torch that he holds yeah he finds this chick that he at first, doesn't like it all because he associates her with his ex. Then and he then, spends a bit more time. And then with he her. actually likes with her yeah. and sees her as something else. Like, yeah. and it's nice to know that he gets over that look and he gets yeah. over that thing. But he, he gets, but then but he he like backtracks also sometimes. But also he has a little bit of problems because he has to adopt to the new rules of the community that he's in. Right, he gets a cell phone so he can keep in touch with his family. Yeah, because they keep on leaving messages, and be- it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, to go to the his because he, he didn't even know he had. He a didn't phone even shanty. okay. So he had a he has a phone shanty, but he didn't know it. So he was using um his work essentially his like, work phone, the yeah. work phone where Suzanne and everybody lives, and so they would get his messages and pass it along to him. And so he was like, "Well, I'll get a phone because that would be more acceptable in my community." And then, and also, I don't want these people to yeah, see my and phone so he kinda, And he kind of like, and he hides it for as long as he possibly can because he knows well, it's wrong. No, he doesn't know it's wrong, but then he's told to his face, phones aren't allowed in this district. And he still keeps it. 
And he's like, well, maybe I'll keep. And then, like, more and more people learn about the phone to the point where a church elder shows up at his house. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll get rid of the phone. It's like, dude, stop fucking telling everyone you, you know have a phone. that you have a phone. Stop using it in front of people. Or forgetting it places. Or forgetting it places. <laughs> like, there's a there's a way. You don't, you just don't know how to keep yeah. it secret. But then he finds the phone shanty. And in the phone shanty that he finds, <laughs> he finds $10,000. $10, it's full of cash. It's full of cash. <laughs> like, where the fuck did this come from, right? So, what would you do if you found $10,000 in an overgrown phone shanty in the back of I would stuff it in my mattress. You'd stuff it in your mattress? Well, I certainly wouldn't tell anyone about no, it. No, I would not. But, like... But we're not... We're not. Upstanding no, we are not. We are we not... Are. I think this proves that we are not good people. So, what... Like, what would you do with that money? I don't think I'd put it in the bank. I wouldn't share it with the person who owns the mm-hmm. property that I live on. I'd keep it to myself. You'd, you'd stuff it in someone's other, so another phone shanty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> another broken another down phone, phone shanty. Down the <laughs> exactly what I would do with it. But not Titus. Yeah. So first he calls Alan, who is his uh, landlord. And Alan, we should explain who Alan is. Well, it just so Alan is this like huge Alan's the English story. Alan, yeah, well, Alan's Al- the English guy. We haven't talked about yeah, yeah, yeah. But Alan, but Alan's the English guy. But also, he's around a lot, and he is really there for the community. No, he's English. a nut. He's and a he's good very guy. religious, and he, he understands. Is re- yes, and he's a stand-up dude. So Titus tells Alan, "I found ten grand in the phone shanty." And by the way, Alan owns his property. Alan owns the property, and Titus he's is renting. renting it. So Titus feels obligated to tell Alan, the landowner. Fair enough. Then Alan's like, okay, well, I'll tell the... Sh- I have to report it to the police because I'm a good person. Um, and if the police can't track the money back to where it came from, then we'll split it 50-50. Mm-hmm. Which is totally... Alan's a solid guy. Yeah, right? So, mm-hmm. of course, the police... There are no robberies in the area. Nobody's reporting missing <laughs> large amounts of cash. Uh, so they split the money 50-50. And, and Titus puts it in the bank. And Titus puts it in the bank. Because he wants to, like, yeah. maybe... And, well, and at this point... He was trying to build up an nest egg. And I also like this about the writing. At first, he's very cool about the place that he has, and he doesn't like it. And then he really ends up liking the property. Yes. And he ends up really liking the prospects of the property. property. So even yeah. if he's like, oh, if I just fix up the trailer, I can maybe use this money to pay it down so that I can buy this property so I can have a home with, like, a wife and family. And I really like that about... The one thing that I think that a lot of romances that we've read are missing is the development and like or kind just of, thinking about the future. Yeah, and in just general. thinking about the future. Like, and it's and a it's, year from now. Yeah, and it's like tomorrow. I when enjoyed we're back the then. fact that these characters thought of their future. Mm-hmm. Like they actually were like, "Is this good for me? Is this good yes. for like where would I go if I was with Phoebe? Where would I go if I'm with Suzanne?" And that comes to like actually the the end of this book. Yeah, like the end of this book is all about reflection, which I actually yes. enjoyed. What. I'm not a religious person, as you know by any means, <laughs> but I enjoyed the fact that he p- prayed and consulted and wanted to do what was best for his soul, and he yeah. really took a lot of time deciding. He did. I, so we should probably get into like what. Yeah. So oh, what's well, let's, well, let's let's just okay. Let's go back to the money. Okay. So where did this money come from? Uh, it came from <laughs> the thieves from Home Alone. Yeah. The wet bandits. The wet bandits. So I was talking to Rach about this, and we were talking about this book just in general. And I was like, "Have you read this bit?" And she's like, "No." Um, and I was like, "Well, there were two thieves that ended up stuffing the money in the shanty, and just and their names. And their names. And the first time you hear their names, 
is nothing. Like, like it's just like a tall guy and a short fat guy. It's like, oh, okay. And then later on, their name is Harry and Marvin. And I was like, Harry and Marvin. <laughs> and the odd thing is, is I had just seen a video on or just heard a podcast on um and home, alone. home alone on home alone and how <laughs> and what terrible injuries these these people would have suffered and it's harry and marvin like so i was like oh my god it's the same and why would you give these characters any other name unless it was an homage so i get yeah to to- <laughs> like and they're only mentioned the names are only mentioned Pretty once much. but yeah. they these guys show up the wet bandits mm-hmm. show up at his trailer and beat him up yeah because they they've come back for the money, and the money is gone from it's the not shanty. there, and he's not really being yeah. cooperative. So, yeah. so they beat him up, and he ends up in the hospital, and then his mother comes and fusses all over him. Yep, and everybody's really concerned, which and, is reasonable. Which is I mean, reasonable. like he suffered yeah. a major concussion. In he did, like, and, and like, he got robbed, and I mean, like that's not that's common. Yeah, like I don't think either of us would handle that. I know, I know, very well. Wasn't there runaway horses too in this book? I don't know. That was yeah. There's just like, causing there's, drama. That's yeah, that's just yeah, filler. There's I think. just there is a fair bit of filler. Um, but anyway, so Titus and Suzanne's friendship and relationship and romance develops very slowly. Yeah. Uh, over the course of this novel, which takes place, it takes about a little less than a year. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and so and Titus is still trying to get over. Uh, He's Phoebe. still trying to get over Phoebe. And so let's talk about Phoebe for let's a second. Ta- okay, so. Titus, it takes him a really long time to get over Phoebe. And so, when he finally does... Wait, wait, wait. I think we should describe what happens to Phoebe. Oh, she book. just, she goes to California. She, so she, yeah. And, okay, so this book kind of goes back and forth. And every once in a while, it cuts back to Phoebe. Yes. And Phoebe is uh, in California doing... She's uh, got to work two jobs. She's in an ice cream shop. And then the she's rent. in like a waitress. And she's barely making rent. No, no, rent. she works in like a and day Diane, I think, is her... Darlene? Darlene? I don't know. It's a D name. Let's call her Darlene. All right. All right. So Darlene is her friend who moved there with her. And she's the, who's also Amish. Yeah. And who's also Amish, but more English. Like she's always. Well, no, because Darlene. She always dressed English. And Darlene or and. No, Phoebe I think they just, they kind of, it's Darlene's idea to move to California. Because they're, it's their running around years. Right. Um, and Phoebe goes with her. Because she's she's always wanted to see the ocean, want to go to California, and like I get that, like this sort of um, mythical, adventurous, yeah, allure. But they find of that California. it's much tougher. It's awful when they get there. It's not nearly the sort of lifestyle that they want. Lifestyle, and, yeah. And then eventually, Darlene just kind of fucking dishes she's, her. Well, Darlene's like, I'm gonna move back home. This, like, this. Sucks. You know what? I've done it. It's time to go back home. Yeah. And my but see, the, and and she really does ditch her. But Phoebe is determined to kind of remain there. But for I think a few she more. also is just really unrealistic. Yeah. But my whole thing is is that the book portrays their choices as basically I'm not going to go back because I believe in God, but because I want a free ride. <laughs> is, but that's really honest. I know, but it's just like this is this is too hard. I'm going to go back and like. Have babies and like, but we know a lot of people like that. It's like I can't cut it on my own. I'm well, gonna I'm go gonna, home. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody does, but I don't think they realize. And I think that the Amish lifestyle in this book is very romanticized in the sense that they don't look at like uh, mucking. No one's mucking stalls in this. <laughs> I shit. know. Like, nobody, there's no description <laughs> of that. Yeah. Like yeah. no one's like hauling fields and like the the amount of work and the hours that you do. Yeah. And, I like actually... it makes it looks like 
It makes it look like Suzanne is just fucking around in the kitchen until she wants to go to the carpentry shop. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like it has nothing to do. Like it's just it's it's bizarre. Yeah, I had I had marked a passage in here which I sadly can't find anymore. But basically, it was um, it was talking about English lifestyle and how it's unfulfilling. Mm. And we're, we're wrapped up in consumerism. Which is not necessarily untrue. Not untrue. But just the idea that we can't live a happy, fulfilling life. Oh, yeah. Without God. And- without, you know, because, yeah. like, we don't have God in our lives. We haven't opened up our hearts to Jesus or what have you. It's like, I'm sorry, but I am. I mean, I have my moments, as, sh- as i sure everybody does. But I like my life. I like my lifestyle mm-hmm. and that works for me. And there's just, there's a moment in the book where I just, I felt like I was being insulted mm-hmm. by the author. Well, and I wonder who this author actually like actually is because they have to know about the English lifestyle, but they have to also write like, well, I read like the little tension. bio. She is, she's not Amish. She's English, but has a lot of Amish friends. Mm-hmm. And I think probably lives uh, like she's like the Alan like of her account. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. something like that. Um, and that's fine and all. And I understand like she's writing for a certain audience. Yes, but at the same <laughs> she time, she definitely is. At the same time, there was there was that one passage which I can no longer find, sadly, because I didn't dog ear the page like I thought I had. Where it it's actually quite insulting what hmm. she has to say about the lifestyle, right? English okay. lifestyle. Well. Anyway, <laughs> and I just I'm ha- clearly I'm having a hard time getting past. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well let's 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 move past that. Rachel can. <laughs> I'll do my best. Punch someone later, like next Amish or Mennonite person she can see. She's punch like, any Amish or Mennonite yeah. people. Um, she can take it out on them anyway. So <laughs> see some people selling some maple syrup. Okay, right, like fuck you. I'm just like, she goes by. Thoroughly enjoy the pizza I right. ordered earlier. This That's evening. fine. That's fine. Um. So anyway, so Titus and Suzanne, let's go on their relationship for a bit because we Phoebe eventually decides to come back home. Oh yeah, okay. So Titus gets to a place where he's no longer angry with Phoebe, and he writes her a letter. Yes, basically forgiving her for. And for some reason, everybody misinterprets this as like a potential love letter. I know, and, and, it's not and that's what Phoebe. So Phoebe gets this letter from Titus where he's like. I'm not angry with you anymore. I forgive you for what you did to me. I, you know, I wish you all the best. Yeah. Goodbye forever, Titus. Yeah, and she's like, oh, he and still wants like, me. He wants me. He loves me. So she... She fucking gets on a bus. Wait, wait, wait. So... And hauls ass to Kentucky. And meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, um, Suzanne and him are getting along like a house on fire, and they finally started dating. They finally... Courting. Courting, sorry. They're officially courting. They're officially and courting. going to ask her to marry him. And he's like, he totally loves her, and he's like, well, not... I think he's still a little confused, and I and I like the fact that Phoebe comes back because it sets him straight. But it's just one of those well, things he's, where he's making her what's a her hope friend's chest. name? Suzanne's friend, yeah. Esther. Esther. So Esther was originally kind of interested in Titus, in Titus yeah. and then it just didn't work out. And the nice thing I liked about this is there was no conflict between Suzanne and Esther. No, that was really so. Nice. Esther sat there and said, "You know what? I've gone out with Titus, and we just don't get along. We're just not clicking. We just don't like click. we're just yeah. we're just different people." And and she was like, you know, because Suzanne at first was like, oh, you know, like, Esther, you go for it. He's really hot and he doesn't like me because I remind him of his ex. And then Esther's like, you know what? 
you seem to actually kind of like this guy. And I think he likes you too and I because think he, people pick up on yeah, before and, either either one of the, them do. So that there's something between them. So Esther says, you know, like, you guys kind of like each other. If you want him, go for him. And it kind of like, and so it makes also Suzanne reflect on her own behavior and if she does like him. And yeah. I like the fact that they all reflect on what other people are saying. It's not like, well, fuck you. That's totally not true. Yeah, right? It's just like, well, Esther really says this. And I mean, it, there maybe are certain faults there. and maybe there yeah. is something there. It's kind of nice like that. So yeah. the fact that Esther and Suzanne have no competition about this, I enjoyed yes. that in the book. There was yeah. nothing, like there was still... But they're not gonna. They're good friends. They're not gonna let a man come between them. Well, and but the problem is that happens a lot in these types. Of oh, books, absolutely, right? so, it does. So I really, I actually really enjoyed that part of this. But book. then, but so Phoebe, Phoebe shows up, and I actually really liked this part of the book because I'm like, finally, some conflict. Right. Like, there's some melodrama here, and she shows up, and she. She's got this idea in her head that she and Titus are going to get married and she's not going to let anybody tell her otherwise. Yep. And there's this, and Suzanne is sick and Titus is trying desperately to talk yeah, she's to got, her. She's got chicken she's got box. box. And Titus really wants to come to her, like be the one to tell her that Phoebe showed up out of nowhere. I'm telling you this yeah. because I respect you. Yeah. I don't want you to hear it from anybody else, but she's too sick to talk to him. And then she sees them outside her window, yep. and Phoebe's hugging him. Yep. And she's like, what the shit? And Phoebe's like, I just want her to see what a great couple we are and how much in love we yeah. are. And I just, I thought that was a really great moment, because you're like, you hate Phoebe, you really feel for Suzanne, but at the same time, because you're outside of this situation, and you understand what's going on here, yeah. and you really get the melodrama. And also, like, for Suzanne... I it makes you like her more because she forgives them. She she goes to Titus and she says, "If you really love Suzanne, I understand." Well, she doesn't the uh, Wanda Brunstetter. She doesn't drag it out, no. which I appreciate. Yes, absolutely. So there's like there's this high tension, but it's not. It's it's just there. So it's just like everybody's at the house, and she just kind of sits there and she goes. And actually, um, and she doesn't want to talk to him. Like he comes in to explain himself, and she's like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, which. Totally yep. understandable, but yep. he's like, "No, we're gonna talk this out." Yeah, good for him. Mm -hmm. And they sort out their problems, and I guess like I just, adults, like adults <laughs> do. And I just there had been no conflict in this book up to this point, and so I was just like, when it finally arrived, I was like, "Oh, finally, something's happening." And in prior this to this, story. prior to this, and this is where that self reflection <laughs> comes in, is that. Um, and the religion aspect comes in also a lot as well. Is that prior it to him is choosing so so heavy at the end of this? Yeah. Book. So prior to him <sighs> choosing whether Phoebe he should choose Phoebe or Suzanne, which is always the man's like, choice, by the way. Of course. So so anyway, so <laughs> like uh, there's even a choice to be made. I know, let's right? Be honest here. So, but he has to go take a week and pray. But he he took the week and prayed. And the one thing I did like is his justification, in the sense of like of. Within his belief system, he chose the woman, like the woman who was who suited his um, beliefs. Well, okay, and he really took yeah. his time, and I appreciate that. So here, okay, so here's the thing: he tells Phoebe to fuck off to Esther's house, <laughs> and then he tells Suzanne that there's the week, and unfortunately, Suzanne could just get sick in that week prior to this whole drama going down. Yeah, but so let's. The, the whole praying to God for guidance thing. That, like, 
if that's how you roll, that's great. Good for you. And just before Phoebe shows up and Titus has this uh, problem to deal with, mm-hmm. um, there's a miscarriage. His yes. sister-in-law miscarries. Yes. And I did not like how that was handled in this No, book. that was bad. That was handled. awful. But yeah. again, it's all wrapped up in God. And it's like, well, God didn't mean for you to have this baby. Mm-hmm. And this one, and it's like, don't fucking tell someone that. Who no. just lost a child. No. That is not helpful. Mm. Even if they are very religious. Like, no. that's not what you want to hear. No. Um, oh, and yeah. Oh. And then, so she sinks into this depression, this woman who had the miscarriage. And then the husband's kind of at his wit's end because his fucking wife can't cook him dinner. Yeah. And what pulls her out of the depression? Well, a friend well, a comes friend over and who tells also her- had a miscarriage and, and says... Just says and God like quotes from it. the Bible. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, well now everything's all better. Yeah, and it's I very odd. Such so a big the, problem. The end with of that. Bo- and this is the int- the real introduction of God into the story. Wait, wait, wait. So he wasn't really much of a presence up to this point. And then it just mm. and then with Titus and he's praying for guidance from God and he's reading his Bible every night. So wait, and wait, it's wait. just before we get into like your your outrage, which I which the listener cannot see on your face, but I can. I'm getting really worked yeah, up. You are really okay. Who, so like, wait, 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 wait. kind of religious herself. So and from In the person own way. from the person who's an atheist telling you to calm down. So, so wait, can I just can I just interject for a second? Sure, if we're go just for going it. on before you really yeah. get pissed off. Oh no, go for it. All right, let's just end. Let's just end the one story before we get on to the end end of the book. Which story? Which story do you want okay, to end? Okay, so I want to end the Titus Suzanne story. Oh, so basically, okay. Titus consults God. He finds that and reflects well, that he wants the woman who is nice and kind and has been caring and is who's in, fucking been there yeah, for part him. of his church and like been there for him. And so he chooses Suzanne, and it's great. He gets a phone call that. His sister, who has recently had a miscarriage and then gets pregnant again. No, no, it's a different sister who's pregnant. Oh, sorry, a different sister who gets pregnant. Anyway, so she's fallen down some stairs and broken her neck and And dies. And the child has died with her. (laughs) That's how the book ends. It's not it's not quite how the book ends. (laughs) Oh my god. But it's just one of those things where like this book ends up being like the last thirty pages of this book. It's a lead into the next book. Well, that's what I said. And so when I when I was telling you about this book. I was like, this is like really taking a fucking weird Yeah, I remember you telling me, I'm like, where is this going to go? go she like, yeah, really was, thrown for a loop. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I, and I told you, I was like, I know where it's going to go because I know it's going into the next book. Right. But I was just also like, this is really dark. Yeah, it is. Like the whole it book really is, is, the whole book is pretty light. Like it's not. Most, yeah. It's not yeah. like, there's nothing in this book that's just like. Really heavy. Heavy, or, heavy. Yeah. Or sort of, but this is like, it, it gets really dark and very religiously heavy at the end. Like it is like, it is like the Titanic sinking. Like it's just like, <laughs> wow. Like that is really tragic. That Yeah. That's some heavy stuff. And that's like, yeah. So Titus's sister, sister-in-law dies, loses and loses her child. The the child that she's carrying and her bro- dies and, as and well. And the brother. Is it so, Timothy? Is it Timothy or no? It's Samuel. It's somebody else. I can't it's not. Remember. It's not. A, anyway. It's not Timothy. So this man has now been widowed, and he's got a bunch of kids. And so at the end of the book, Titus and Suzanne 
get on a bus to go back to Kentucky yeah. the and day after Phoebe gets on a bus yeah, to go because home. Because Phoebe, oh, she found God and wants to join the church and everything. Yeah, Phoebe great. found God, wants to join the church, like understands that everything. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah, I know, right? So you don't know, <laughs> you don't think that Phoebe's going to hook up with Samuel eventually because Phoebe hasn't had any right? Children, right? So, yeah. So I wonder so, where this is So going. there's that. <laughs> but, I mean, we all know how that's going to go. But it's just one of those things where, like, at the end of this book, it was like if they had had a religious, uh, a more godlike tone throughout the whole book. I think I would I have been have, better about. I the would end. have taken such issue. I mean, I would have taken issue, but, but not as much. All happens all at oh, the yes. end of the book. It's like this very like, heavy. How come you weren't reading your Bible this whole time? Why now? Well, I mean, they pray. So it's, oh, they, it's just they do. They no, do. They pray. go to church. And they go to in the book. They go to church yeah. and they pray at every meal and they go to singings and so on and so forth. Like they, they do bring in church into the community, but it just seems like. All of the drama to set up for the next book happens too quickly. It does. Like a lot of, it's really, um, it's sort of, it's loaded all into the end there. Oh, it's, this it's book is like, loaded. yeah, I chose another fucking golden one. <laughs> another winner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Cause it's like all of a sudden you're just like, she broke her neck. Up. What? Like, what the fuck? What the like, f- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this came right out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, all right. And it anyway, just forces you to buy the next one. So on the topic of breaking your I'm neck a- down some stairs, <laughs> hot or not. <laughs> so they kiss exactly one time. There is a moment where he wants to kiss her and doesn't, and I wish that he had, because that would have been kind of exciting. At least like a little peck and like run exactly. away. Exactly. Yeah, like, 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 oh, a, I shouldn't be doing like this. Like an innocent little 12-year-old. Or like they both kind of want it and they're yeah, like yeah, awkward. Yeah. Like that, because there was a really good setup for like a really cute, awkward moment between the two and of them. And it didn't happen, yeah. And it doesn't happen. Um... I have to go with not. I'm agreed with not. But my one thing is, is that I didn't mind the development of the characters. It was... They were better in their writing. And as much as Suzanne learned to cook from her friend Esther eventually, and as much as it was misogynist, <laughs> like, it actually wasn't a bad writing of development. It was okay. Like, put, a, put aside your prejudices based on sexism and, and religion. I'm having a hard time with You it. are really having a hard time with it. I am having it. such a hard time with it. because, And I think it's because... Um, Titus himself is very progressive in his views about women. I think limitedly so. But no, but because when he finds out that she likes woodworking, he's like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, that's, yeah no. And then he yeah, sees this table that she made and he's like, oh, she's really got some talent. And like, and he himself likes to cook. Yeah. So here's like an opportunity for an interesting role reversal. Even you, and but you could still stay true to the book's heritage yes and you get the sense that there are like their community is progressive in its own ways about um the role of women in the community and whatnot and i just i felt like it just didn't quite get there for no, me so would... she learns how to cook and he's like she's doing it i i just if she were doing it more for herself than for her prospects yeah, then I would true. probably have a like she does it because she knows that she has to mm-hmm. but if it was something that she like genuinely wanted to do simply t- for her own development as opposed to like being a more attractive potential Prospects. yeah like a more attractive potential wife to yeah. whoever but um i don't know like but but from the like just and that's your feminist side and i'm just yeah. saying from but from a writing a pure okay. writing all right let's talk about the writing so Okay, you don't so, want to go down this road yeah, with I know. me. <laughs> so I know, like the writing, the writing was not great, but I'm talking about the character development, it's, and then 
Like, I didn't mind the progression of the characters in this book. Like, it was okay. But again, I think everything happens too quickly. The end, her brother, Suzanne's yeah. brother. No, no, no. The, the whole thing. He's like, oh, this well, is, I guess a woman can't be a carpenter. It's like, oh, go fuck yourself, This is Nelson. This is an end-heavy book. Your ass. Like, a lot of, <laughs> but a lot of our books have been end-heavy. Um, like, shit just happens in the end because yeah. we just got lazy, I think. Or they just the need to wrap it up. Yeah, or they need to, like, just segue into the next <laughs> book, apparently, in this one, right? So, I mean, like, not not hot. No, not hot at all. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Apology accepted. Uh, Metro again. Why do I always feel like I'm apologizing? Um, but so, but at this, you know what? Something totally new for us, and I yep. do appreciate that. Well, we we said we would read everything. We read everything that's out there, and, and it is romance. This is romance, um, and it is in fact classified fiction, Amish and Mennonite Christian romance. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. It's a real thing. Um. In terms of the writing itself, it's very simplistic. Very, yes. Um, uh, repetitive, certainly. Yeah. The not di- as bad as some. Not of them. as well. Okay. It's the not, the repetitive the nature here is really in the dialogue. Yes. And this is so. This is like this yes. is writing yes. one one. Oh. You write. Two people have a conversation on the page. You don't then need to repeat that conversation to a third person who wasn't present at the time. But this happens all the time in this book. She she gets it under control towards the end. I think this is also where like... Where it gets a little less repetitive in terms of I think this is an endemic issue, though, with romance well, in general. And there's a lot of repetition in romance, anyway, I think, just to, as filler. Yeah. But, just, but the writing itself, as I said, is very simplistic to the point where it, it reads... Like a book written for young readers. You know what we're gonna have to do. That's one day? what. It, that's that's how it felt to me. I just came up with an idea. What? One day you and I are gonna have to have like a romance off, and we're both gonna have to write our separate romance novels, and then the listeners like can... whole novels or just yeah. like scenes. No, 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 like whole novels. Like we'll or just cha- just write we'll a go sex chapter scene. by chapter, and we'll have to like have the <laughs> listener all right like decide whose is better, and they don't know who wrote they don't what. know who wrote. Okay, that would be awesome. <laughs> like whether it be chapter by chapter or whatever, it would just be so funny <laughs> post it on the website yeah yes yeah because we have one we've never yeah. mentioned it before oh but yeah there is a website there is a website chicksanddicks.ca what's yes. our uh, what's our email address yeah c and d pod at gmail.com right yes so yeah. write us if you have any recommendations for us to read please, we'll read them please by all means if you if you want to keep on going to the grocery store you're gonna get more yeah more supermarket Amish book club is <laughs> More is a thing that's happening. Or if you have supermarket book clubs where you are, <laughs> let us know. Let us know what you're reading. Uh, Definitely. Which, but it has to be romance because we have to keep on. Well, obviously. On yes. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else to say about this book? I don't. Do we have any reviews? <laughs> Probably. I haven't looked any up. I haven't looked any My up. apologies. Um, I'm going to assume like every other book that we've looked it's at. It's about four stars. <laughs> they're about. But you don't know because they're Amish, so they might not look at it. <laughs> That's right. It's only assholes like us reading this stuff that wasn't written for us and we're being mean to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least we don't have to worry about criticisms from the Amish community. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, before we dig ourselves any deeper into this hole, why not? Why not just let's dig a little further? Dig up, dig up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's it. Until next time, I've been Rachel. I've been Shelly. And keep it sexy.
Which is really easy to do <laughs> in comparison <laughs> to this book. Because yes, if is. you just have more than a kiss, right. you're there already. You want to kiss him? Just kiss him. Yeah. If you want to fuck it. him, you're, just document it. You're already hot. Go for it. Yeah, just, there you go. <laughs> All in. Mm-hmm. Naked time is always a fun time. I know. Whether you're alone or with friends. I know.